Finding high-quality mental health care can be daunting and exhausting. That's why Cerebral offers convenient access to online mental health services, including therapy and medication management. Cerebral's diverse clinician team can help with anxiety, depression, insomnia, stress, grief, big life changes, and more. You can schedule and communicate with your care team through Cerebral's mobile app and attend your sessions from the comfort of your own home. Get started with or without insurance. Plus, you can now use FSA or HSA. Start your first month for 50% off at Cerebral.com slash ACAST. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. I'm Jesse Cruikshank, and I've always been told I have a face for podcasting. So I launched a podcast. It's called Phone a Friend because each week I'll break down the biggest stories in pop culture. But when I have questions, I get to phone a friend. I'll phone a royal watcher to find out why Prince Harry is acting like a real housewife. I'll phone a tween to please explain euphoria. And maybe I'll even phone a Backstreet Boy to find out if I still have a chance. I don't? Okay. New episodes drop every Thursday wherever you get your podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com Hi, it's Dave here. This is my wife, Kathy. Hello. This is The Cinemile, the podcast where we walk home from the movies. And we're, we're doing it today. Second time in a year. Yeah, they're back. We're, they're back. We're going to the movies again. Uh, and we're going to see a movie that we could watch f- for free at home or <laughs> as part of our existing subscription at Disney+. Plus. Because uh, it's now available. So FYI, Raya and the Last Dragon is available for all of you Disney Plus subscribers to watch. Or you can have a nice family day out like we're intending to do at a, an early morning screening with our two boys. That's the um, it's a brave new world. Basically, you can catch effectively any movie now on streaming service or cinema. So it's a choice. And for us, we'll always choose cinema. I also don't actually think there's much of a price difference because we're going to a really early morning screening with the boys in a few minutes and... Yeah, it worked out at like, like 20... 24 uh, quid for the four of us. Yeah. Whereas to rent it on Disney Plus, I believe, is like almost 20 quid. No, that that's when it was released in simultaneously with cinemas. Right. Theaters, back in March. It is now available. It's just there. If you have right, Disney okay. Plus, you can go watch it. No, I still want to go and see it on the cinema. Yeah. yeah. Um, wherever we can, we will always go to the cinema. But we're so excited because... Okay, our son Oscar went to the cinema loads as a little kid, but he doesn't remember it. Like, I've asked him, he doesn't remember because the last time we went was Onward, which is was late February last year, pre-pandemic. Yeah. So he's too... Long little, time in the, in the life of a, a three-year-old. Year old, yeah. yeah, and then the baby, Elliot, has only ever been once to see Onward when he, he was, doesn't like, remember anything. three weeks old. <laughs> and he spent most of that movie shitting and vomiting on me. So, <laughs> so hopefully a little bit better than last time. <laughs> I'm, I'm so excited because I think they're at an age now... They both are. Well, we know Oscar watches movies from beginning to end. Elliot's a total wild card. So yeah. we're kind of anticipating that we might have to, one of us might have to step out of the cinema because uh, <laughs> it's not quite, uh, it's definitely not appropriate to have a, a screaming one-year-old in there. So if he, if it gets out of hand, one yeah, of us is going to... it's 10 a.m. on a Sunday morning. It's going to be all families there. And the beauty of it also being on Disney Plus is if one of us misses chunks of it we can catch it yeah, later go back and watch it at home yeah so anyway I'm so excited this is basically all I want as a parent is to bring my kids to the cinema and for them to experience the joy of it so we're and totally look, thrilled and I'm looking forward to this movie um, oh God, I haven't even seen a trailer for it like I have heard no buzz about this movie no one talking about it and I've not even seen a trailer it's not a lot of buzz but it's getting good like reviews it's from like I really trust 
Disney Animate Walt Disney Animation Studios whatever they're called um, as much as if not more than Pixar lately interesting um, well think of just the bangers that they've put out in the last 10 I mean, years I mean Moana I'll never forget Moana um, Tangled Frozen 1 and 2 Zootropolis yeah awesome movie. Right. They're, they're real bangers so and and I'm interested in an original property um, which this looks to be yeah, at least same. I'm not aware of it being um, okay can't wait better yeah, go let's go okay right, see you soon bye let's catch you up my name is Raya our lands have been at war for as long as we can remember our people never see eye to eye my daughter I believe our people can come together again but someone has to take the first step now in order to restore peace we must find the last dragon I wish to join this fellowship of butt kickery let's go we'll have to watch our backs we're not the only ones looking six years of searching please let this be it almighty sisu who said that we really need your help i'm gonna be real with you i'm not like the best dragon have you ever done like a group project but there's like that one kid who didn't pitch in as much but still ended up with the same grade uh we're doomed hi guys we're back so we went to see Rhea and the last dragon this morning with our two boys uh they're not with us now but we are out for a walk by ourselves because they weren't interested in podcast. <laughs> I actually tried to get Oscar yeah. <laughs> to podcast and he had no interest. No. Yet whenever we're doing it and we aren't inviting him on, he really is interested. So that's the life of parenting. I said, it's what do you enough. think about the movie? Trying to coax a review out of him and he said, nothing! <laughs> Which is untrue because he absolutely loved the movie. He did. He was invested. I like. Oh my God, right. So the whole experience of sitting as a family just the four of us in the cinema just lovely I just love this is what I live for because there's a short film in front of this which was really lovely which made me cry anyway called uh, Us Again I believe it was called it was really beautiful and I forgot they did short movies so that just felt like such a bonus and then that was making me cry and then I looked over and like Elliot was on your lap and then Oscar was sitting between us and I was just like I can't describe it was pure joy it was like utter and like probably the happiest I've felt in a really long time just like having us all there together and for a one and a half year old I don't know whether we should be disturbed or not but Elliot watched most of the movie yeah and like, that's pretty freaky was enthralled because I don't think Oscar would have done that at that age because he sat and it was so cute so the seat was wide enough that me and Elliot were able to sit in the same seat yeah, what a so waste he, buying him his own ticket he like sat, he sat next to me and he just like looked he was just like amazed at this giant thing in front of him absolutely enthralled for about an hour and it's a long movie by the yeah, way it's, it's, two hours, hours. it's a little yeah. bit long for them but um but he made like he did a bit of wandering around the, the front of the <laughs> cinema in the last bit. But the uh, yeah, he 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 was free. He yeah, so we didn't miss any. And then Oscar, who's three and a half, absolutely loved oh, it. He didn't. He also enjoys no. mild terror. And he said at one point, "This is a bit scary." And I said, "Are you okay? Do you want to cuddle?" And he said, "No, it's okay. It's just a little bit scary." And yeah, he loved it because it's all about dragons, etc. I'm not sure how much of it he got, but he certainly loved it. But, but I there loved are it some too. there are some sort of menacing. Uh, cloudy villains in this I will yeah. describe them as uh, which I think are they are a little bit scary and there's a couple of jump scares here so I, it, it probably it is, is you know, PG. it's parental guidance for yeah. a reason know your own know your own child um, and kind of know what they're sort of 
up for but yeah he was Oscar loved it and he was just enthralled and as you say it was just lovely to look over look over at him and have this sort of this is why cinema is so good it's this like immersive shared experience exactly it's not like that when they watch movies I mean Elliot doesn't watch movies at home but Oscar does and like yes he's watching a movie he enjoys it but he's also climbing on the sofa like jumping off the armchair playing with toys and this is like no you sit and you immerse yourself in the experience and yeah he was like this is such a big TV (laughs) (laughs) oh it's magic it is like magic so good to be back and it's like it's so good like it just fills your you know, he we you asked him, he wouldn't didn't want to do a podcast, but you asked him what what was his favorite bit, and he and he said the big screen, yeah. <laughs> and it's just like when you think about it, it's like it's amazing the big screen. It just fills your entire vision, as you yeah. say. You sit there, there's nothing else to do. You just get immersed in the story, and this is a good movie. It's a really good movie. It's I, so beautiful. I'm oh, actually. I know stunning. we always say this anyway, but I'm really glad we did see it in the cinema because. It's so beautiful. Oh, same. I don't think Stunning. RTV would have done no, justice RTV to it. No, RTV wouldn't. Isn't no. good enough. It's just like there's so much going on. It's like this full like tapestry of Asian cultures and mythology. And like for anyone who doesn't know, a very brief overview of the plot is it's about. But if you don't know, go watch it on Disney Plus or in the cinema. Um, a young girl called Rhea, and she's basically part of a family whose job it is to like protect this jewel it's very fantasy protect a MacGuffin yeah protect a MacGuffin which is a jewel which is like magic dragon magic and uh, and and there's one dragon left in the world and she is tasked with finding that dragon one could guess from the title whether or not she finds the dragon Um, yeah and 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 there's sort of and there's a really love there's a there's the movie needs to be two hours long. Firstly, I think so. And it's quite I re- a complex plot. It d- yeah, it needs to set up a lot, and yeah. there's not a wasted minute here. No. And I think they two hour it justifies two hours, and because there's also quite a lot of characters, there's also quite a bit of world building to do. And I was really impressed with how economical they made all that yeah. while keeping it entertaining at the beginning. And it's that classic, like me and Dave both love fantasy books, and like this is such good fantasy because you've set up. There's always like very kind of specific sects or sectors or, or races in a fantasy book and they very clearly set up like the five different races in this culture and how they're governed and what they're like and then we see them all in the world like in kind of a map format like a fantasy way but it's all very much like desert hues and vibes and they just lay it all out brilliantly and while it is a complex story like kids can follow it for sure Yeah. but I felt like as a fantasy fan it was really wonderful. I loved it, the whole setup. And then how they drew the dragon was really unexpected to me. I've not really seen a dragon illustrated like that before. Yeah, we? I mean, it was certainly, it was reminiscent of, um, personally, some of that, that long, slender dragon that you see in a sort of Chinese New Year celebrations. Yeah, and, that's true. And that kind of thing. It feels like it sort of starts there. But yeah, very, yeah, certainly really interesting and sort of, elegant sort of movements and, uh, and Aquafina lo- doing the voice Aquafina's so good it was good. the most distinct voice ever yeah. like that, so she's got kind of a raspy voice she's and as got, soon as she spoke yeah. I was like oh Aquafina so distinctive which is why in um, the movie you didn't see Jumanji 2 at some point she, she vo- she's voicing I can't remember but oh, her voice was no she's voicing it a male actor I think anyway it was really funny I cannot remember but it was so distinctive when she did it um, but yeah I just loved it and like I love the main character Rhea and I love her she's like folly brilliant. her kind of her nemesis I won't say who that is but like I really enjoyed we'll get to spoilers soon yeah I really enjoyed like all of them she's like fully well rounded awesome clever athletic 
uh, whole rounded female characters. Like I was so proud to be sitting in the cinema and like my two sons watching this incredible cast of characters, predominantly female, and there is no mention of them being female. Well, There's none of these things which you'd often expect in a movie like that. Like oh well a woman can't rule or whatever there's none of that like there's not even a discussion around feminism it's just all takes place with these some characters are female some characters are male which is kind of the backdrop of Mulan I believe and I haven't uh, I'm not as familiar with that story but that's you know a woman pretending to be a man in a man's world right? yeah that's that's not this and and I had a similar thought when I was watching it and I was just thinking how awesome it is now and and I know everyone can sort of criticise you know like companies trying to be woke and making mistakes and all this because they're a big multinational corporation with a big checkered past Disney however at least they're making these look at least we're moving in a direction where we were able to sit in a very big commercial movie so it was the seventh highest grossing film of 2021 right in which it's all Asian voice cast a celebration of Southeastern Asian culture and yeah lead women doing, doing awesome stuff and it's not even a question right it's not it's it's, it's not, not it's not a point of interest yeah. it just is and you know and they do this amazing like um fight sequences like really incredibly choreographed and like i was just so happy that oscar was watching it like with mainly women doing it because like he loves sword fighting and stuff and i'm very conscious of like a lot of the cartoons he likes watching you know, the obvious one being like Paw Patrol where there's like four boys and a token girl who gets to do nothing. But he's just so often getting this message that like boys do the fun stuff and girls don't. Yeah, gender, like just, gender bias is alive and well exactly, in children's TV As is racial bias. Yeah. Because so many of the characters, like even if they're cartoons, they're like voiced by white actors, etc. So for him to just, like I just was so happy about the whole thing to be honest, about him watching it. But just for us, if we'd been there with the kids, we'd have loved it anyway. Oh, it's it's excellent. Guys, if, you'd, if you're listening and you don't have kids, go watch this. Yeah. Like, it's, it's really, it's, a, it's like... It's an excellent movie, not just an excellent Disney movie. It's, and I do it's, call it, I would consider it more Anna level good. And Moana was like, by the way, my favourite movie of the year it came out. Except it doesn't have a song. And like for me, a Disney song, I want the I want song. Um, that's like a real trope of that genre. And like, I wouldn't yeah. have minded if she'd had a song, have to say, albeit the tone of it was different and she's like a teenager. But yeah, wouldn't have minded a bit. Yeah, it's music. an interesting. Cho- I hadn't really th- considered it till you just mentioned it. But yeah, this is not a musical, no. um, which is kind of against type for Disney. But I guess they have to make that choice. I'd be interested to hear the rationale for that decision because yeah, I think it works feel- for me. I didn't. I wasn't missing. I, I, at no point was I thinking like, oh, I'd love a musical number here. I wasn't I was either. In, in in, in, and a it. musical number, the way the film's made, a musical number would not have been appropriate. Like it's an extremely bleak landscape, and she's got like a very big task to do. And it's also. I- I don't think there's any room in this movie for musical numbers. Like, you add in five musical numbers, you've well, added 20 minutes that's a choice, to your running though. time. Like, Frozen's only, like, 90 minutes long. That's got yeah, loads of musical okay, numbers. Yeah. It's a creative choice. And I didn't miss it whilst watching it either. It's only on reflection. I'm like, oh, just because I was thinking of Moana. I am Mariah. <laughs> I just love Moana music. <laughs> so, yeah. That should be there. They just use that music for every new movie they do. Yeah, exactly. I am Buzz Lightyear. I just want, like, Oscar... Like, he already has Moana toys, but, like, I want him to get Raya toys as well. Like, she's really cool. She's badass. Yeah, she's like, amazing. Brilliant, like, um, well, can we go to spoilers now? Let's, Let's go to talk spoilers, some yeah. specifics. So, spoilers now for Ray and the Last Dragon, which you should all go and watch somehow. Um, so, I like from that like intro, that sort of 
Temple of Doom, um, brilliant, like securing the traps thing. You get this, this you get the sense of young Raya as this this brilliant, accomplished kind of fighter, assassin thief, and she's got charismatic. She's got a little cute Disney oh my God, animal the cute sidekick. Disney, Disney animal. Tuk-tuk. They always have to have one, and I love that it was um, called Tuk Tuk, which is like. The cars when you're in Thailand are like the brick shops. Yeah, the little, the little sort of a very dangerous taxi service, yeah. <laughs> uh, which we got that time. But the um, Tuk Tuk, by the way, I discovered on a quick IMDb look, is voiced by Alan Tudyk for some reason. Who's Alan Tudyk? <laughs> oh, you'd know him from Firefly. Okay. And yeah, you know, he was in that alien show we watched recently, the pilot of, where he was an alien on Earth. You know that Great. guy? Great description. Great, thank you. Um, so yeah, I just think she's a badass character. Do you know what she and the whole thing reminded me of it was the legend of Korra and Avatar the Last Airbender oh yeah and they're amazing Um, because she's very like a very similar character uh, to Korra in in many ways this sort of stubborn um, cynicism very accomplished fighter like she survives for seven years in a barren wasteland oh, yeah. all on her own and I love so how cool. it's like she doesn't trust anyone she only food anyone's cooked she won't engage with anyone and that's why she has survived but then of course that's also why she can't thrive she needs to let people in from the five countries so they can all unite to, what was the word again? Uh, oh, there's a name for the utopian single yeah. country they used to be can, begins with K yeah. anyway the um yeah, no, exactly. I liked the th- I liked the theme of this movie, which is humans are better together, together than yeah. apart. And, and it was interesting that the it's a little bit heavy-handed, perhaps, but it is a Disney I mean, it's a movie. Kids movie. Yeah, so but I actually really liked that. That the, now, if you the, ask Oscar what happened in this movie, he will not tell you it was about trust. No, he'll say <laughs> there, there was, was a dragon. dragon. Yeah. And why did the dragons take so long to come on? Was his other comment. <laughs> yeah, um, he did say a few times, "Mummy, where's the where dragon? Where are the dragons? I was promised dragons." Um, the um, the theme of this movie, yeah, of this this sort of like trust and them learning to be trustworthy despite you know obvious betrayals and overcoming that is it works as a really great character arc. It works as sort of giving you a more rounded villain. I thought she was great as the well. Villain, yeah, she had like and actually you missed one scene when you brought Oscar out, but um, there was a scene where like we see the villain's mom saying like the villain said to her mom like I don't want to hurt the dragon and I want us to be united and the mom was like no and the mom was really harsh to her so we also had like the parental odds stacked against her um, and then like it was so cool and I didn't want to say before a spoiler tree because it is a spoiler albeit I'm sure it's in the trailer but um, I loved when Aquafina the, the dragon turned into a human and it was just was an animation of Aquafina yeah it was yeah, really yeah. unexpected it well, looks lo- so like her yeah there's a lot of it, it feels like there's um uh, if you look through the voice cast on IMDb, there's a lot of familiar, like Benedict Wong is in here as Tong, the guy in the village. There's I was wondering who he was. Familiarity there. Oh my God, I, I feel like they drew on some of their the voice actors. The other features. thing Oscar said he loved, which we loved too, was that um, there's like there's a baby, there's a like a naughty toddler, but who's oh like God, yeah. totally self sufficient. Kick-ass baby. Like that Con- baby. Con baby. As that she was baby described. was so cool. And like yeah. there's another little thing that Oscar loves is like there's a boy, he's probably like six or seven, and he's like the captain of a ship. And it's that wonderful fantasy that you see in, in you know in any good kid's story whereby like it only works when they were not with their parents. Yeah. Like any good kid's story you think about from like the famous five to Ray and the Last Dragon there is an absence of a parental figure because we need to see the kids thriving on their own and like do, working together and that's what's interesting and like when they finally they only got a grown up right at the very end um, and I just love that like 
it all they're all just trying to get back to their family but they're like also self-sufficient obviously it's absurd that a baby is self-sufficient but also hilarious <laughs> that, and uh, I, I just thought it was that. really unique though I've not seen that before yeah I, I like mean, except for like boss baby or something silly I liked like all the supporting characters I like that it was this you know as you say a fantasy journey of going to all these regions and picking up a different character from each it's very and also you know, very much like any good lo- fantasy like Lord of the Rings or Harry Potter or whatever like she has to pick up this five fragments of yeah. this jewel and they all have to be joined together at the end and I love that like I want my kids seeing fantasy tropes because it's a brilliant Same. genre I'm fine and there's like yeah very tried and tested formulas here but with like uh, very ent- very entertaining uh, just beautifully visually gorgeous Insanely, just like look, like the real world. Yeah, um, and it made me want to go to great Asia. Great characters, lovely emotional moments. So I'm like, I'm fine with tropes and fantasy storytelling and familiarity as shorthand to bring you a fully well-rounded experience, which this, which this was. It was and then really it all was brought together in a really unique way and like beautiful. Um, yeah. And Disney is really, you know, doing their best to right the wrongs <laughs> that they've perpetrated for a very long time on screen. And like, I had this other wonderful moment of like. God, when I was the kid's age, when I was Oscar's age, I was going to see, like, Little The Little Mermaid, Mermaid you know. Yeah. This, I, saw, like, I remember seeing The Little Mermaid Terrible in movie in retrospect about a woman who basically gives up her voice to be with a man. Like, that's what I was watching as a kid. Look what they're watching now. And, like, that's amazing. That's in our life. She was my first crush. <laughs> that's what, that's exactly, what I was doing. because all she was was a sexual yeah. object. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, of course, she was your first crush. But anyway... Thank you everyone for listening. Bang musical numbers in Little Mermaid. The, the musical numbers um, in Little Mermaid are awesome. Thank you everyone for listening. Let us know what you thought of it, where you watched it. Um, if you've made it back to the cinema yet, we've had loads of messages from you guys after we posted um, that we went to see Sound of Metal in the cinema and everyone's like, so happy to get back. And our Irish listeners, you'll be back soon. Um, so yeah, it's just amazing. Put such a smile on our faces. All oh, right. I mean, it's just like <laughs> so uplifting. Yeah. And just to, be, to have experienced it as a family as a day out just makes me so happy again to have the cinema open yeah. and to have suddenly the future feels a bit brighter yeah. and just thinking I, I, I just hungry for it now I want to bring our boys as much as we can I and I know go. people were like oh after the pandemic when everything's going to be on streaming services like people's habits will have changed no people love going to the cinema yeah it's a day out I, it's a night out it's you know honestly this might be controversial but like I realise they won't get the numbers anymore, so perhaps the mass market thing is is not going to be viable. But I'll pay more for a really more, good yeah. night out cinema experience. I mean, they have to socially distance, the so they're thrills. losing money. I wouldn't personally, you know, I'd appreciate if they put up price tickets, uh, ticket prices, I don't understand why. Yeah. But, we and, but, go. Then, but then you've got the choice as a consumer, because you can also watch it at home exactly. if you don't I want to pay I think more. it's the best of both. Yeah. I like that they're available in multiple places. And also, I think, I'm hoping that them being available on like streaming platforms will stop people illegally streaming and actually pay for movies. Because if they're there, I feel like illegal streaming is at an all-time low. Anyway, they've kind really? of the stream. Yeah, the streaming services kind of nip that. In. Oh, maybe Dude, maybe I'm being. I, I feel like you're completely wrong. <laughs> Have you met <laughs> anyone I mean. in their teens or twenties? Yeah, okay. Maybe I'm being naive. You're being completely naive. Yeah, anyway, yeah. thank you everyone for listening. Head over to Apple Podcasts, leave us a review if you have a moment. We would hugely appreciate it. And go to patreon.com forward slash the cinemile if you want to hear us talk about Jaws <laughs> for an hour. That's what we did. And lots of other movies and TV reviews over there. And of course, we're on Twitter and Instagram and Facebook at Cinema. Yeah. Bye, everyone. See Bye. you soon. Ah! I just shape changed. Dragons can do that? Look how close my butt is to my head. It's going to make digestion so much faster. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. 
Here's a show that we recommend. What do you do when no one else is watching? What do you do that makes you happy for no reason at all? What are you obsessed with? I'm Leslie Arfin, and I'm a writer, but I'm also a dancer, a painter, a vapor, a dollhouse enthusiast, and basically just an overall hobbyist. My podcast, Filling the Void, is all about what other people are fanatically into. We talk about hobbies, even if you don't have one. Listen to Filling the Void on Tuesdays on the Erios Network, and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Acast helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. Acast.com Hi, my name is Kay Adams, and to be honest, I'm not so good with the aging process, so I enlisted my old chum, the filter-free Cara McKenzie, to advise. Could you imagine being a porn star? The room would need to be really hot for me to strip (laughs) off. To be honest, she's not much help, but she is rather amusing. And along with some great guests, Joe Brand, Andy Oliver, Anton Dubeck, Ruth Langsford, and Craig Revel Horwood, darling, we are learning how to be 60. Listen wherever you get your podcasts.